This is Kelsey Weiss, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Spirit fam, Timothy Lawson here, host of Follow Your Spirit. Today is July 2nd, and the Washington Spirit will face FC Kansas City tonight. Today's podcast will feature a couple post-game interviews from the disappointing loss against Sky Blue last week, and then appropriately, Kelsey Weiss will join me as she presumably will get the start tonight against FCKC. So now's the right time, I think, for us to meet her as a player and learn a little bit more about her. So let's let's first get into the post-game interviews from last week because I think that the points made are definitely important to remember going into t- t- tonight's game. So first I have uh coach Gabera, and then we'll go straight into crystal dunn um yeah the game was you know are a little bit disappointed um sky blue played really well and you know they they picked pockets really well and um for us we just got off to a slow start and you know you know it took us a while to get in the game and i think when we finally did in the game, get into the game good things happened but it was it was a bit too late up top, you guys seemed pretty disconnected, especially towards the start of the game. How did you guys kind of work to fix them? What do you think were the causes? Um, I think we wanted to press them at all costs, and I think, um, you know, it probably wasn't the right time every single time, and I think that's what the disconnect was, is that we all wanted to kind of figure out what was best for the front line, but, you know, we were all on different pages, like, uh, you know, like it could probably be seen, but I think once we just kind of you know, got on the same page and just kind of said chill out and, and wait for our moments to press. I think it, it got better and we found each other a little bit more. You just mentioned that this was the last game before you was the interaction. How are you guys feeling mentally going into that? Was that at all playing in the back of your mind? Um, no, it's actually funny. It wasn't really until, you know, today that I was like, oh, wow, this is my last game. You know, you know, all training this week, you know, I acted like nothing was, you know, going to change for next week. And, um, I will say I didn't think about it during the game, but I'm thinking about it now after the game. And, of course, I wanted to kind of send the girls off with, obviously, a W before five of us had to leave. But, you know, that's just the nature of the game, and you win some, you lose some. And it's just, you know, it's another stepping stone for us. So going into the season, you, def- you noted that your role was going to change, your expectations for yourself were changing, but we still haven't seen a goal from Crystal Dunn. Yeah. Can you comment on maybe how teams are approaching marking you this season compared to last season? Yeah, I mean... You know, every game brings different challenges every season as well. And I think um, this is just a season that, you know, I'm focusing on being an overall player. And I think, you know, what I love most about this team is that, as you know, other than last year, other people are stepping up and, you know, we're getting goals from other people. And, you know, I'm never going to be that player who pouts in a corner and cries after, you know, we win and I don't score. I don't think me scoring is my ultimate goal every game I think me helping my team win and that's basically what's most important I think games like this are the only days that I really feel like man I wish I had a goal is because we didn't win so if we win and I don't score then I'm I'm as happy as I can be. Did Matheson goal give you guys a little bit of extra urgency were you feeling a yeah. possible momentum shift there? Yeah definitely I think she scored in like the 76th minute or so and I think at that point we you know we felt like we can get a tie or at least and you know we definitely had chances after that and you know, like I said, it's just sometimes it just doesn't fall in your hands. 
So who are some of the players that you think will step up in the absence of the international players? Um, you know, I think Estefi Benini has proven that she's very technical on the ball. Um, she's fancy footwork, and I think she's someone who's capable of putting some goals in while, while we're away. And I think, you know, Franny was a bit knocked up today, and, and she just, you know, didn't have her legs today. But I think she's someone else who's, you know, aggressive and, and so qu so quick. And I think she... There's someone who can definitely step up, but Katie Stengel, I mean, it's it's there's so many players on the team who can just come to play at any game and I think that's you know what what is most important is that anyone can really step up. Uh, throughout the game, how did you guys adjust tactically and as a team to beat Sky Blues um, last line and get that final pass through? Um, it's crazy because I don't think we changed much. I think mm -hmm. we literally just settled down and found out that we had more time on the ball than we thought and you know just simple movement I think in this game it really just two yards of movement makes a lot of difference and I think that's what they were doing to us is just finding little pockets and finding the ball easily and I think once we started doing that as well it was it was so simple I don't think we you know changed anything completely other than you know a couple of players here and there but um, you know We've, we've clicked all season, and obviously in the first half was probably not such great great soccer from us, and I think it's things like that that can really dictate the rest of the game. Having a slow start, you know, really costed us. So what sort of focus should the Spirit go into uh, training one not to make sure that, you know, this first half doesn't get repeated too often? I think it's about, you know, having your legs, and I don't know if it was, you know, people were tired going into, game, into this game or anything, but, you know, we really have to figure out from the start of the week until approaching the game, and I think, you know, it just starts with us getting back together on Tuesday and, and getting back at it, and, you know, like I said, it's just, it's simple things. I don't think we have to change a lot. Um, I think we just can't have a first half like we had, and it, that comes from just effort, and I think just going into a game and mentally being like, listen, you know, make that first tackle, make that first touch a great touch and things like that is, is all we got to focus on for next game. It looks seems like tonight they got in behind um, the back line a lot, and the back line looks uh, really woeful at times. What do you attribute that to? Uh, I mean, I thought the entire team was way too flat. Um, we did not do any of the things that we've been doing to get us to the top of the table uh, early in the year. and. Um, we really couldn't find a way out of it in the first half. You know, we were taking too many touches, we were standing around, we were reacting, and um, we weren't organized in our press, and it was just way too easy for them to, to break our lines in front of our back four. So when that happens, then of course your back four is exposed. Uh, and, uh, and they've got some good attacking players, and putting O'Hare up front with, with Kai and Galton, and then Sam Kerr is probably the best attacking player they have coming out as a sub. It, it's a long day for, for defenders. Uh, and you know, there at the end, we went three in the back, so it's even more difficult. But it's, uh, you know, I just think I don't, can't put my finger on the reason we were so flat. Uh, you know, I'll take the blame for that because we were not anything like we had been in the first five, seven, eight games. Um, that is, you know, maybe it's a, it's a little bit in the back of their minds that you know, national team players, it was the last chance for, for us to have them, but uh, it just it wasn't a team. That, we have been. How can they come back from this as a team? Uh, well, it's a transition period when lose or draw after this game, and um, you know there'll be some other players that, that step into starting roles now, and uh, it'll be their chance to to shine and prove that they one belong on our roster and two belong to be a starter in the league. And I think we're we're confident that we have those players, and these are players that I've even seen the field that could be starting for other teams. So uh, it's not the end of the world. It's it's just a bad performance at home. Uh, I think we had a bad first half in Portland, and here there was a bad first half at home. And, you know, you got you to learn from it, and 
figure out a way internally for, for the players to figure out how to how to find out what's going on and uh, and address it. And there was just no urgency. It was just kind of standing around and reacting. And that's you know against Sky Blue, a team that's going to work their butts off the whole game. And uh, and they've got some good players. They have a good midfield, and it was you know they won the midfield battle in the first half. Would you, would you tell the team at halftime to, I mean, their pace did pick up a little bit in the second half, especially when you went three back. Uh, is there anything you told them at the half that you think uh, put a fire into them? Uh, just that we needed to keep, pick up the tempo. We needed to pass the ball quicker. We needed more movement, and uh, we needed to stop kind of dropping below their lines and waiting for the ball and uh, get a little bit higher, receive the ball a little higher, and exploit the space. So they overload one side, and, and when we, were, we weren't able to keep possession. and. And exploit the space uh, in our attack and midfield role underneath their back four in the change of point of attack. Um, you know, we just couldn't keep the ball. We'd win it and we'd give it away, or then we'd get a little stressed out. We'd, we'd win it and we're knocking over the top. So basically, get back to what we were doing uh, earlier in the season. And, uh, you know, I think they did a better job in the second half. Uh, and then, you know, once we give up the second goal, uh, you know, we had to chase the game and, and make some adjustments and go to go to three in the back, and which created a lot of chances. Uh, I think it was a good, good effort by the team to come back and work hard and then fight to the end. Um, you, can't, you can't overcome being that flat in the first half. Um, Ali said last game you guys were kind of settling from shots from maybe 18 to 25 yards out. Do you think maybe this game you guys were trying too hard to get you know too close to you know, get that perfect final pass in to try to get a goal? Or well, I think I think Sky Blue has two defensive midfielders sitting, so those spaces you know there was immediate pressure on the ball when we did get it. Uh, you know, get those chances to shoot, and uh, we need to do a better job of, of keeping the ball so that when those shots are closed, then we pop it out wide. Uh, we weren't patient, and we weren't we weren't changing the point enough. When we did get it to one side, it was almost like we stayed on that side till we lost it or created something. And uh, you know, we've worked on changing the point of attack, attacking them in transition, but they they set a low line, a low block, um, and, and we're very organized defensively. So it's clear that the the spirit. They know the performance was disappointing. They know they came out flat. They It was too little too soon when they finally rallied and started uh, getting some energy. But I think that the Spirit are smart enough. They have the right leadership, and they're definitely deep, deep enough uh, to be able to come off this flat game, trans make the adjustment without the Olympic players, and still come out and be a competitive team tonight. A couple of notable things about the game tonight. Uh, like I said, Kelsey Weiss should get the start. Uh, she played 11 games for the Spirit in 2015, and she recorded three shutouts uh, in that time. We have only seen her this year once, uh, and that was against Boston when LeBay uh, got some rest. And she only allowed one goal, but it was off a penalty kick. Otherwise, she had a save uh, at the other shot that was on goal in regular play. Uh, players such as Caprice Didasco, Whitney Church, Estelle Johnson, they're looking to, um, according to the Spirit, they're looking to feature uh, those women uh, for the back line and give them an opportunity to play. Um, it's... Out of those uh, set of players, Johnson started all but two games of the Spear in 2015. Uh, but should she play tonight, that'll be her first appearance in 2016. Uh, other players, you know, we're, I think we're going to see Joanna Lohman, who has three goals for the Spirit so far. I think we're going to see her get a, uh, a starting nod once again. Um, you know, Stefania Benini. 
uh, Franny uh, Ordega, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say Katie Stengel is who I expect to to play up front um, in the in the front three tonight for the Spirit with with Crystal Dunn uh, not up there. So um, that's what I'm expecting to see. And then lastly, the Spirit have called up three amateur players for the match. Uh, uh, including Dee Dee Harrisick, Ali Murphy, and Haley Rosen. So, without further ado, let's get to my interview with Kelsey Weiss. We talk about the standard set of questions on how she got into soccer, the chemistry she has with the team, how they're coming off of last week, how they're preparing for this week, uh, and a few extra questions, including uh, which spirit player is most likely to have a, ba- uh, a body buried in their backyard. Uh, so, I hope to see you at the Plex tonight. And be sure if you if you uh, if you're walking around and you walk by the the media table, be sure to uh, come by and say hi. Enjoy. All right, Spirit fam. This week on the show, I have goalkeeper Kelsey Weiss. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I figured this week was a an appropriate week to bring you on. That since LeBay has uh, left with the Canadians uh, for the Olympic team, and and there's a you know, a good chance that we're going to see you uh, taking the pitch for the the spirits in, in the goalkeeper spot. But before we before we get into what's going on with the spirit, let's learn a little bit more about you as a player and go back to when you got introduced to soccer. How did you originally get introduced to the sport? Um, well, I first started playing when I was four. Um, my parents just put my sister and I into soccer as well as a couple other sports and. Soccer was just the one that kind of stuck with me and that I enjoyed the most. So kind of just stuck with it throughout the years and ended up liking it a lot. And it took equal places. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, great. What? Uh, so at what point then did you did you realize that you were meant to play goalkeeper? Um, it was my first club team that I joined, and I was just at one practice one day, and we were doing like a crossing and finishing drill, and the our the current goalkeeper was in there, and I I don't know, I just looked, I was looking at her, and I was like, I kind of want to try that, so I asked my coach, I was like, hey, can I try like goalkeeper or whatever, and he's like, yeah, of course, so I jumped in, and kind of from there, I never really looked back. At what point did you realize that you could potentially go pro? At what, when did you, when did was it someone telling you? Was it a self realization that you had? A little bit of both, maybe. I always had confidence in my ability, and then also had some coaches along the way tell me that I had what it took to 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 be in the pro level. So I kind of just kept that in my mind, and it was always a goal of mine. And today, it's a reality. So I'm blessed with the ability that I've given and also a lot of hard work along the way. Just real quick about the, the game on Saturday. Uh, you know, the spirit looked flat in the first half and, and sort of came back with some more energy in the second, but it wasn't enough. Uh, and I know that talking to the players afterwards, the team was obviously frustrated with their performance. How, you know, as you've been on the spirit for a couple of years now, um, you know, being in that locker room and in that dynamic with the other t- other players, how, how have you noticed, how does the spirit as a, as a team prevent themselves from getting into a rut that a team could fall into after a flat performance like that and regain focus going into the next week? We have a pretty good group collectively, whether we're all together as one or whether there's girls away at national duty or not. So, um, I think that helps. I think there's girls here who deserve a chance to shine and to play and to get rewarded for all their hard work so far. So I'm excited for everybody who gets a chance to get called up for the, these next couple games and show what they have. And I think that 
um, together, whether it's people who've been playing 90 minutes or not, I think we can all just hold each other accountable and um, get back to what we know that we're good at in, in order not to fall back in or not to fall into a rut. And I think that I think we'll be all right. Absolutely. And you're, you know, and you're one of those players that are going to get an opportunity to step up. Um, but looking at all the other players that are getting that opportunity, can you sort of talk about how this week of training has gone in those players competing for those positions that are opening up and sort of if there's a sense of competition and, um, and how the team is sort of adapting to the new dynamic that's about to hit the pitch? Well, the, there's a couple girls who are going to get a chance to play who we, I actually played a good number of minutes with last year, um, including Estelle Johnson, Caprice Adasco, and, and people like that. So, I think they they're excited for their opportunity. I think um, we've we've played together before, so it's really maybe just dusting off a little bit of dust from over time. It's not really much of something that's brand new. So I think that'll be great for us. To, and we're excited to get back out there together um, the way we kind of got to last year. So we're all excited for those chances, and everybody else who's going to get the opportunity. I think they're all they're all very ready as well. You know, since Stephanie LeBay has um, has been to the Spirit, she's been phenomenal uh, in the box. Have what have you been What have you been able to learn from her? Um, yeah, we just we have different styles, personalities, but um, I think so, she's pretty aggressive off our line, and I think that that's it's fun to watch. And we have a good chemistry and training as well with also Dee Dee, who's our third string. So um, it's just a good environment for everybody to push each other and get better at the end of the day. So I think that we've all done well taking advantage of that. Looking at, looking ahead to this coming week, uh, how are you as a team and how are you personally uh, preparing for Kansas City? Um, well, today we did a little bit of video, just scouting report on them. Um we got a little we got a little bit away from our game plan last week, so I think that we're really just focused on um, kind of implementing what we want to do and making sure that we're moving the ball quickly, playing one and two touch, having lots of movement off the ball. I think Kansas City is a, a great team with a couple of weapons, and I think their flank play is is very dangerous. So I think that's those are a couple of things that we just want to focus on for going into this game. And for me personally, I'll be ready for the opportunity and just kind of fine-tuning a couple of things and working a lot on crosses and whatnot since they'll probably be in those areas a lot. Yeah, so is that that video review you're talking about, is that the whole the whole team participates or just the keepers? Yeah, it's a, a team video. We all want to be on the same page, so we all just kind of come in in the morning before training and our coach does what they think it's on, and then if our keeper coach sees anything specifically, we'll chat about it. But so far, it's just been together as a team and really talking about how we want to play, focusing on ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And despite the the disappointing loss, the Spirit are still only a couple points away from second place. Of course, the Thorns are are way out ahead. But, um, you know, the Spirit are still fourth in standings and a game behind everybody. Um, I can only imagine that even with some of the setbacks and, you know, with – the postponed game and then the disappointing loss that that is helping the spirit uh, sort of stay motivated to uh, to continue to push forward. I mean, definitely, we're taking one game at a time, of course, but um, I think that just says a lot about the group we have. Whether it is a disappointing loss or not, I think that we have the character to come back from that. And I think I think a lot of people have said it before: the the chemistry on our team, we all get along great, we all have a good time together, and I think that really that helps that carries onto the field. So it's it's a fun atmosphere to be a part of, and 
um, I position that we are right now. The Spirit undoubtedly have one of the deepest squads in the league. Um, how do you how do you think the Spirit are going to be able to use that to their advantage going into this Olympic break where teams are, are giving up their key players? Yeah, I think that will certainly help us. Um, and I think everybody that's that's part of this group knows that they play an important role, whether it's going to be me coming in playing the next couple games or whether it's going to be Capri stepping in for Krieger. And I think that the people who are playing now or have played in the past couple games have done a great job to make everybody included, whether it's Krieger telling Capri's good job that these couple days she's been here or anyone just stepping up. I just think that overall, like I said, we have a great group, and it's just at the end of the day that does help us when all these players are going to be gone from every team. I think that I think we'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's look at your your chemistry with your fellow players. Uh, first, on the pitch, who do you feel you have the most chemistry with? Most chemistry, I'd like to think like people like Estelle and Caprice and Megan. They're people that I hang out with. Also, Tori, Houston, um, we're all good friends. So it's fun to play with people that you get along with off the field as well because I think it just it just makes you guys that much more together and and more successful. Yeah. Uh, who do you believe is an unsung hero on the team? Someone that maybe isn't on the stat sheet during the headlines, but has been a major contributor to the team's success so far? Maybe someone like Joanna Loman because she's she's someone who's always positive. She's her she has an engine that never stops, and like we saw, she scored a couple key goals for us this season, and um, then she she kind of got she didn't start for the next couple games, but. Um, I think she's always ready just to be there, whether she's going to go in or whether she's playing 90 minutes. I think that she's, she just has a positive attitude all the time and is trying to help the team in whatever way she can. Have you ever been, have you ever gone out dancing with Joanna? I have not. I have not. She's a little on another level than from me, so. <laughs> yeah. She invited everybody on her birthday and I thought about it and I was like, nope, I wouldn't be able to keep up. Yeah. No. Yeah. They started at about my bedtime, so. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, do you have any do you have any game day routines or traditions or you know maybe not superstitious but do you have any like traditions or routines that sort of always happen on game day whether it be a certain meal or a way you warm up how you start the day anything like that? Um, I'm actually someone who doesn't really like that kind of stuff that much. I kind of I'm very calm like just really relaxed all the time. So I kind of, I mean I like to have. Whether we're on the road or whether we're um, at home, I like to kind of go to a coffee shop and just, like, grab a coffee and relax. I don't really like to have too many, like, routines because then, God forbid, if one of them doesn't happen, then that would be even more stressful. So I kind of just like to be, <laughs> you know, calm and have a coffee and relax and do whatever's there. So Here here at home, where do you get your coffee? I like – I live in Bethesda, so I like Little Red Fox. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a good shop. Yeah. yeah, it is. Do you have a favorite – Spirit Squadron chant. I the I don't know if this is my favorite, but for some reason it's like always stuck in my head even after the game. But the one where they say like, "When I root, I root for the spirit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're awesome. I like all of them, obviously. Good. Yeah, that's that chant is actually the intro music to this podcast, and oh really? It's, yeah, and so that song never leaves my head because uh, after I get done editing a show, it's six days in my head, and then days after a game, it'll be stuck in my head. Of the players on the Spirit, who do you think is most likely to get abducted by aliens? 
Um, I would have to just say Dill again because that's just how she is. <laughs> yeah. Who who is most likely to have a body buried in their backyard? Maybe Katie Stingle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know why, then, but I she just came to my head. And then who's most likely to uh, mispractice because they lost time on a Netflix binge? I think I'm gonna have to go with Shayna Williams. Okay. She's she still in, in the she, she's still in the college mode, you know, the college mode where you wake up and you think about when's the next time you could take a nap. She's yeah. quite the Netflix and napper, so I would have to go with her. Very well, Kelsey. <laughs> thank you for taking the time to to talk with me. We are act, we are uh, following you on Twitter at Kelsey Weiss, and we I know myself and the audience are very excited to watch you play this Saturday against Kansas City. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah,